Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Um, so today we are going to be chatting about early birds and night owls. So it's time to grab a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we're getting started. Um, so let's start as we always do with what is on our needles. Natalie, would you like to go first? Oh yeah, I forgot I'm in the hot seat today, Brianna. <laughs> I did not prepare for this. I'll okay, go. I'll go first. So currently like at this moment in time, I'm finishing up my second reindeer sweater for my nephews. So this will be it. And then <laughs> I still need to do a Christmas stocking this week, which I am, I'm halfway done. So I just need Excellent. to do the other half, which is totally doable. And I'll get all of this stuff blocked. And then my Christmas knitting will be like sort of done. I did promise Chris that I'd make us Christmas stockings, but I think July Natalie was very ambitious and October <laughs> Natalie is regretting July Natalie so <laughs> oh Natalie you were too funny you got me laughing isn't it the truth though we start to come October go okay well next year next yeah. year we're still doing a whole lot but things are getting in front of the things that we thought we might get done so okay so in my knitting needles I am working on my socks, which are, um, which were two at one time. I just have to tell you, I love two at one time. And I had to really think hard about separating my socks. It was almost <laughs> like a true divorce. I really had to emotionally evaluate this, but the reason for this, and I'm going to put them back together, but the reason for this is I decided yesterday that lace two at the same time, Phillies eagles and a rainy day are not a good mix so i just separate them and i'm working on one and i do love it but they're going to go back together um and then my other thing is my pressed flowers which i can pick that up anytime any frame of mind anything can be on tv and it is wonderful so those are the two biggies on my needles right now very nice. I am I'm currently working up the sheet pillow as we speak. Um, it's got all those bobbles in there. So it's kind of slow because there's you've knitting bobbles takes a lot of work. There's so so many stitches in a bobble, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's going. Um, and I also I just finished the um the baby sweater that I was working on. So that is ready to go for my friend who's having a baby. Um, and I'm doing the amaryllis cardigan. I'm still on the bottom border. I haven't picked it up in a while because I needed a new ball of yarn and my yarn wasn't wound. So <laughs> the other day I got the winder set up and I wound a bunch of stuff. So I'm ready to go continue on all of my projects, but we're we're just moving along here. <laughs> I've been getting there too. Like, you know, that one little piece of your project that you're just like oh I just don't I can't and then it sits like okay. I do that when I get close to the end of things too like I don't like finishing things because I get like I get like weary and like weepy about like putting it away yeah, you know like end. the process is over and I love the process but I I like have this thing right now where I have like six projects that are just like this close to being done yeah. And I know I'm going to have like a week where I'm knocking everything out and it's not the fear of knocking everything out, but it's the fear of what happens the following week. 
Yeah. That what do I do now? (laughs) Right. That's where I'm at right now with a lot of my stuff. Like there's just this immense fear about like what's next. And I don't have a plan right now. So it's stressing me out. (laughs) Well, we will have a plan soon because we will about new samples. I need that conversation yesterday. I'm so excited. This week, you know, speaking you of things being done, it reminds me of like the last episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I, I I remember the night, which wasn't that long ago. It only took me four years to watch all the episodes because we watched them slowly. But that night that Ed said, this is the final episode. I was just like, I did, you don't know how to feel because yeah. what, what? I can't. I what don't could be better than the current knitting project you're doing that you love. What could be better? Right. And things like that. I just don't watch it. Like I might watch it once. I think I've seen the last like season of Gilmore girls one time. Cause I emotionally just can't help. Like I can't handle that. It's ending. So I have to start over. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> I'm sure there's so many people that feel that way. I have gotten to the end of a show. Like the finale season saw the last episode thought there was more and then realized there wasn't and I wasn't okay <laughs> it just wasn't it's okay. so sad <laughs> it's so sad especially when you're emotionally invested in something yeah and we're emotionally invested in our knitting oh, it's like knitting, it's a book it's tv it's a meal how about the last bite oh. Of a great meal. <laughs> I can't do that either. I always oh. make Chris finish my food. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, ladies, should, should we jump into our topic tonight? So we are talking about early birds and night owls. So maybe we should start with like, what even is early or late? Like, what does that mean for you guys? Okay, so... Early for me used to be like 6.30, 6 a.m. Because that's when I used to have to get up to work because we had an hour commute. So I would get up at 6.30, be ready and out the door by 7.30 in my desk, like in my desk, at my desk by (laughs) 8.30. But now because I work from home early is like 7, 7.30. So I feel like it got like a solid half hour back in my day. I am getting to an age though where I can't stay up past that. Like I can't stay asleep past that. Mm-hmm. Um, but late for me is like 10 peace out. Bye. <laughs> I can't definitely, you know, those times are, it, it's really subjective. It really depends on how you function and how you operate and how old you are. Natalie. I love this. And you're getting, oh my gosh, guys, like when I look at you, I think about all the place, all the, all the journey of a lifetime and, you know, Britta, my friends having a baby and the things we talk about now, but the fact that you can't stay up or can't stay in bed. Oh, that's, that's a biggie. That's, that's worse than I can't stay up late is I can't stay in bed. Yeah. Okay. So early for me in my current phase of life is going to be like six o'clock, six, six thirty. I can deal with seven. In fact, I kind of like it now and seven thirty. but anything that's six or six thirty, I do think that that's early bird status. And then, um, did we go to nighttime? You did. You said about nighttime. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that a night owl for me is like 1130. Like somebody who can stay up till 1130, I think they're a night owl. They're totally a night owl. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I agree with the early is 6am and I set my alarm for 605. 
so I don't have to see 6 a.m. But unfortunately, I have a cat who likes to wake up at 6 or 5.50. So I end up seeing a 5 a.m. a lot of times. It's terrible. Um, on weekends, I I don't want to see 6 a.m. Like it, That's too early. 7 o'clock in the morning is the perfect time to wake up. I don't know why we have this whole like start work at 8, 8.30 thing because you have to get up too early. I hate that. Um, but yes, same Kathy. Late for me is like before midnight. Now, if it's a work week, I have to go to bed by, like I had to be in bed before 10 and asleep by 10 in order to function every day. Um, but if it was up to me, I would, you know, I'd be up like 11, 1130 and, and feel just fine. Um, but yeah, I think we're all around the same within yeah. an hour of each other. We are. And, you know, it's so tell me this, because you guys, you have a traditional schedule. So in your traditional schedule, would you say like, OK, so you've got your Monday through Friday, which is really kind of fixed. The weekends, are you getting up pretty much at the same time as your Saturdays and as your uh, Monday through Friday, or do you kind of? My mine's a little bit more flexible. I think that my work week is like an hour and a half off of what my natural would be. So, like, I would love to wake up at seven seven thirty and go to bed at eleven eleven thirty, but I'm kind of stuck to an hour earlier than those times but like Saturdays I don't have to really do anything until 10 a.m classes so 7 30 I just wake up I don't even need an alarm most weekends yeah I'm the same no matter what I don't even set an alarm anymore unless I have to be somewhere the next day like physically leave my apartment um because like I just naturally now we wake up like mm -hmm. no later than seven I think this morning I woke up at 6 30 and then I went on my phone for like 30 minutes because I, it was too early for me to get up. You know, sometimes I'll read a book until it's late enough for me to get up. But yeah, you need some things to do in bed in the morning. I'm not ready to admit <laughs> that 6.30 is my new morning. <laughs> I, I'm really sad for you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I actually, I will say, you know, at first I was like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. But I actually think, I'm becoming a morning. Like I really do like it because Chris is a night owl. So I feel like I go to bed. He has his time. Like, you know, we live in 600 square feet. So like he yeah. has his time, like with the TV and like, he does his thing. And, um, in the mornings it's my time. I can get my work done. Like I can make my coffee, have like my quiet and listen to my podcast. Like it's, it's nice. So, yeah. I, I, Ed and I are very similar to that too, Natalie. And of course we are also in 600 square feet for 33 years of marriage. Okay. Everyone, been 33 <laughs> years, <laughs> but um, it is sort of like, he is more of the night owl. Although again, we're getting into that phase. I, I don't know why, but where it's harder to stay awake, but um, if he can, he likes to stay awake. So he has his space in the living room and I'm not like, grimacing every time he changes the channel because a, a commercial came on but then I am the one who likes to get up in the morning it's not that I like to get up in the morning physically but I do like to have that time so it's worth it to drag yourself out of bed and get the coffee and go and this is my time and I am not gonna 
wake him, but that's weekends. Weekdays are different, but it is kind of nice to have those different. So here we go. So early birds need to marry night owls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still don't really know what I am because I don't know. I feel like I have different modes. I, every time I go on vacation, I don't know if I've told you this, but I am that person who wakes up at the crack of dawn and just, I just like putz around the house and cook breakfast, make coffee for everybody, whoever's there. I'll take a walk before anybody else gets up. Like I'm up that early if I'm in relaxed mode. I don't know why, maybe that is my like natural tendency, but if I know I have to go to work, it's different. I don't know. But, um, I will say I get that because I think having to make sure you get enough sleep for something is stressful. Yeah. Like I get very, like, I get very structured about that, especially during my work week, like eight hours or you don't want to talk to me. Yeah. And like, I get nervous when I'm not going to get my eight. Yeah. That kind of jumps into what I was going to say next is how many hours of sleep do you get or do you need? So Natalie, you're eight hours on the dot eight to 10. If you okay. really want me to look good, 10. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. And that is interesting. Cause when you do, when you know, you really need to have that sleep because you need to function or look good or whatever it's, it is hard. Um, so my is pretty much eight to nine hours, nothing less than eight and nine is more optimum. Um, but because I'm as old as I am, it's hard to stay in bed for 10 hours. <laughs> Although I used to do it in my youth. Oh my gosh. You know, Debbie and I, we were, we were roommates and we each had our own room, but we had a common wall and it was, you know, our young days and our going out days. I mean, I think we were probably still yelling back and forth to each other in each other's rooms going, what time do you need to shower to go out tonight? <laughs> we were Not out of bed. Anyway. Confession. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I definitely do eight hours and it is, it is stressful thinking about like, cause I, I know I have to get up at six or else I will not make it to work on time or like at all. Um, But if I don't, if I'm not in bed before 10 o'clock, I'm like a wreck. Like I will just stay up night at night worrying if I'm like if I go to bed too late to go to sleep, cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to get eight hours that I need. Like I'm going to be miserable tomorrow. Um, I can live off of seven hours, but it's, it's just not, it's not cute by Thursday and Friday. Um, but I actually, I listened to a podcast recently. Um, and they, they mentioned that researchers, most of them agree that normal sleep for adults, from 25 to 65 is seven to nine hours. Um, but it could be different for different people. Um, so I think we all probably know somebody who gets five hours of sleep a night and is just like chipper the next day. Maybe that's normal for them. I know young, young people need way more sleep to function. Um, just because there's a lot of brain growth still happening and older folks can get away with less sleep um, until, this is what the podcast mentioned, um, until they're a certain age, then you kind of tend to sleep more. Until you're um, 65? No, 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 like, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, like, 
real old, like a hundred old, oh. sleeping more. <laughs> um, but like older folks can go with less sleep and and feel fine. But um, again, like usually older folks are are doing less. They they probably not working every day, so they don't need that much sleep because they're they're mostly well rested. There you go. Um, so that is my science for this podcast for today. <laughs> So here's, so I think we all have a Fitbit or something that tracks everything. And so my Fitbit, of course, it's for my steps. Thank you very much, girls. I think it is now four years since you gave me my first Fitbit and I, it's charging right now. I actually don't have it on because I don't stand a chance of getting 10,000 steps today <laughs> and it needed to be charged. But I can tell you, I sleep with it every night. And the first thing I look at in the morning, like so many of us now is like, how'd I sleep last night? Because, you know, you can't really tell. But I love that it tracks, the one that I have tracks my sleep is nothing fancy. It tracks my sleep and averages it out for the week. And it never fails that if I've had like just an overall bad week, just, it was a bad week. I wasn't, I was mean. I was grumpy. I was not patient. It was me. I can tell you for a fact that when I look and go, it'll tell me that my average sleep for the week was less than eight hours. Yeah. Wow. It's seriously true though. I mean, sleep is everything. Yeah. I need to start looking at that instead of my horoscope when things go wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> so let's here. I'll tell you last week for me, I had my average was seven hours and 50 minutes. The week before was eight hours and eight minutes. Yeah. It's very interesting. Wow. You're like pretty spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, well, what's, so trying to bring this back to knitting, I know I'm probably not an early bird usually, but what is the earliest that you've set an alarm to knit before the day starts before you have to go to work or before you have to start your day? I don't set a, like, I, I don't really set alarms now in the past like three years because I've, I just like wake up now. But I will say if I don't get up early enough, like if I by accident wake up at like 745 and I don't have enough time to like do what I need to do and also knit for a little bit, I get majorly stressed because that's just my like, I don't know. It's not even meditation. It's just like that, that thing that I do every morning that like I know is a hundred percent for myself. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just that selfish moment. I think it's just so good for the soul sometimes. Yeah. So I, I think that morning knitting is so essential and it, it is, it's hard some days if you accidentally do oversleep or don't have enough time, but I find too, it sets the rhythm of the day. I don't know. The motion of the hand sort of gets things going and it's, it's not that it's, like you said, it's not necessarily a meditation, it might be a little bit of a yoga-like feeling that it just sets yeah. the rhythm to what, how you're going to move through your day. Now, when I worked in corporate, which, you know, I'd gotten back into knitting and, or really got into knitting, I would set my alarm to make sure that I did get up because I did have to be at work at a certain hour and it was early. And, uh, but I did know I, I needed to knit. So I literally back then, 
even though you couldn't drag my lazy butt out of bed to get to work, I could drag it out of bed to knit. <laughs> and I was setting my alarm to knit at least 20 to 30 minutes in the morning. So nice. I was getting up before 6.30. I do remember that. I think I was getting up like between 6 and 6.15. Um, so that's probably one of my earliest times to ever really get up and knit. And it was in my corporate days to really put a rhythm into the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. I, I honestly don't think I've ever set an alarm to get up earlier than I need to to knit, but I have had mornings and I try to do this. It hasn't been happening recently just because I'm really tired. Um, but like if I find that I get out of bed a little bit sooner, I have 10 to 15 extra minutes. I'll either bring my knitting with me and sit in my car and knit before work or if I want to take the chance, I'll, I'll knit at home, like in my PJs before I start to get ready. And that feels really good. But again, it's still like maybe 15 minutes at the most. So I might get one row done, but it's still really nice to start that way. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Guys are right. Well, what about the latest that you stayed up to knit? God, I mean, it's hard to say because I feel like you know, those movies where the kids under the blankets, with like the flashlight, like reading their book <laughs> until all hours. Like, I feel like that was sometimes me as a kid, but it was always my knitting and it would always be some silly project that I did not need to get done. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like that thing where your brain doesn't want to shut off because you're just excited about what you're doing. And as I've grown older, now I can't finish things. So <laughs> I'm, I'm way more like able to be like, Oh, I have three rounds left. Going to go to bed. Might pick this up in a month. Like, <laughs> because I just, I don't want to finish it. But when I was a kid, I just could, couldn't wait to get it off the needles. Yeah. You know, when we were kids, wasn't that like the best, those nights, having a flashlight and then being under your blankets and what, whether it was reading, I wasn't knitting then. I love the knitting under the blankets, but being, it was like your own little world. It was your cave. It was, oh my gosh. And it's great. Um, of a Christmas gift for my neighbor across the street, a flashlight. <laughs> That'd be fun. Good idea. Yeah. He's yeah. at that great age. Um, so for me, actually, you know, one of the luxuries when we opened the knitting shop is that the workday never started early again, except for on Saturdays, but it never started early on weekdays and we never worked on Mondays. So I could stay up later and I had the energy to do it. And it was such a luxury that I did stay up later. And so maybe not on work nights, not on nights before the shop, but maybe weekend nights, I would sometimes stay up knitting till 2.30 in the morning. Not often, not often, but every so often. And it was, again, it was decadent. It was just like, look at me still in time, knitting till 2.30 in the morning, just because. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, uh, definitely. I've had more experience late night knitting than early morning knitting. I've, I've had a, a few almost all nighters knitting because I wanted to finish a project so bad. And sometimes there may have been a deadline. You know, I will say, you know, had maybe a party the next day that the gift was for and I needed to get it done. Um, and I wanted to get it done, but there have been other times too, where I just get so sucked into a project and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel that I just keep going and going and going until it is now like four or five in the morning. And I'm like, oh, oh I maybe have to 
go to bed now because I have, well, at that time it was, you know, school. Um, but you know, I still had like, you know, eight, 9am classes. Um, but yeah, I could stay up all hours of the night knitting it. It does give me energy. Um, so even like tonight knitting with you guys, I, I feel so so much better than I did an hour ago. Like I was exhausted an hour ago and now I could just keep going. I might finish this pillow tonight, but I won't because I have to be in bed by nine. <laughs> yeah. You're stressing me out with that 5.00 AM talk, Brianna. Oh, I don't see that anymore. <laughs> no, I, like I said, it doesn't happen often, but it has happened a few times. It's just like you get that excitement. And I, I love finishing projects that getting started gives me anxiety but finishing like yes let's get this stuff done I just had an idea what if I start all the projects and you finish all the projects? sounds perfect <laughs> okay perfect that's a great idea Natalie like actually because I think that as knitters we all have different styles and different things that we like about a certain pro- about the projects and for some of us it's starting it and some of us it's seeing the completion that's yeah. a good idea yeah definitely all right we could trade off. <laughs> I like it. We've done it our entire lives. We've knit on the same project. I know. I have like been training for this. <laughs> same exact tension and everything. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got this. It works out. <laughs> you're all right, you're guys. Doppelganger or whatever the word would be. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> We're like forgeries of each other. There you go. Except we knit so different. And I somehow know. we still make it look like it came from the same hands. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's the truth. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else we want to add about our topic tonight before we talk about what's for dinner? Because that's important. Do you guys hear something? Cause this is something that I struggle with sometimes like getting my brain shut off before I go to bed. If I don't do it right, like I'll just be doing whatever thing I was like stressfully, like trying to get done in my sleep now. And sometimes that thing is like, like knitting my knitting. And then like, I just like, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just remember knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting oh, yeah. as my dream. And it's just very unrestful when it's, done that way but I I don't think I've had like dreams about it but I have you know you go to sleep thinking and worrying about something and then you wake up in the same exact mindset and it just like pops in your head and you're like oh my god I have to do this and and then like all day long you're like thinking about it that's interesting that you've dreamed about it yeah well so like if I and it's like early morning like if I wake up you know and I'm like half awake I guess a lot of times my dreams take on like I'm at work and I'm getting tasks done at work and it feels like I'm at work and then when I wake up and realize I was dreaming about work I'm actually exhausted because I basically just pulled a six-hour shift yeah you just worked and I'll never get paid for (laughs) yeah yeah you know speaking of that I've never I don't think I've really ever had a dream of actively knitting, but I can see where, you know, you're busy. So how restful am I? Because I, I'm relaxing, but am I really sleeping? But, and I can't remember who this was, and maybe it was one of you gals. Um, somebody mentioned this, you know, when you can't sleep and you count sheep, or I used to do the alphabet game. I used to do all those games that we would play at the table at our summer camps with the kids. <laughs> 
yeah. all those word games that put me to sleep. But um, but somebody told me that they literally visualize knitting a stitch. They're not visualizing their project, but they're just visualizing the the process of knitting instead yeah. of oh, that's cool. Isn't that interesting? And I have tried that, and I'm going to tell you. I think I did fall asleep because I, well, I mean, it is meditative. So, and it's just, you know, a repetitive thing. You keep thinking about it and I can, I can see how that could work for sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I the like it. Knitters, the knitter's magic go to sleep. So yes. <laughs> all right. I think we've hit it all. Have we? Yeah. Do you guys have any podcasts this week that you want to shout out? Any good ones? Any new ones? I don't. I do. I am so excited to share this with you guys. I today was just like, you know what? I was just scrolling through to see if there's any podcast to catch up on. And this popped up. I knew nothing about it before, but it is called Think Like an Economist. Mm -hmm. And it's typically their episodes are about 20 minutes long. And it's really interesting. So it's not like the textbook economist. Like it's, it's not like a college course. It's actually taking real life and thinking of it as an economist. So the thing that I was listening to today is, you know, economists are evaluating the cost of something versus the benefit. All right. And that can be yeah. anything. So it's not like, what is this? It's not the stock market. It's what is the cost of me doing this? And what is the benefit? Um, and that economists, which I was like, okay, I like this economists because they evaluate so many things in life with that mindset of what is the cost? You know, what is, what's this going to not dollar wise, but maybe it's energy wise, or maybe it's a sacrifice. But on the other hand, the benefit of that economists tend to make better decisions, not, not better decisions. Let me say it this way, decisions that they are comfortable with good yeah. or bad. I made a decision. Huh. Isn't that interesting? So I scrolled through some of their others and they're all topics about life things, but how we can help ourselves weigh yeah. its cost and making decisions. Anyway, that's my story. Really interesting. I think that's so cool. I just followed that. I yeah. Think like an economist. Love it. I like it. Brianna, do you have any? I don't have anything new this week. I've been, um, I actually just switched from Apple music to Spotify. So I've been listening to a lot of music lately because I, um, I found things that like I knew existed, but I forgot about when I switched over accounts and I was like, Oh, this is nice. So I've been getting like reacquainted with music lately. Um, so I don't have any podcasts, but I do need dinner ideas too. So what are you guys having for dinner tonight? <laughs> I made meatballs tonight. They're in the crock pot. So I'm going to make some pasta after this. Nice. Have some of that. Yeah. I'm excited. Perfect weather. Okay. You guys, I did not make dinner. I told, and I was going to make dinner. I was going to make cheeseburgers, just frozen ones that we already have, but he had a gift and he said, how about if we go to Charlie's hamburgers? Can oh. I just tell you, we had double cheeseburgers. He had a milkshake. We had onion rings. And you know, for anybody who's listening, if you're not in our area, it's the weather here for the last three or four days has been unseasonably colder. It's, there's, there's a dampness, there's a rawness. Yeah. 
and rainy and gray. And so we sat in the car in Charlotte's parking lot with the heat on and um, Rowan radio and ate our dinner. And it, it was like the best night out. That's <laughs> so, love that. so awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. I have nothing. Like I have no plans for dinner and it's almost 8 p.m. and we haven't eaten yet. I'm about to get hangry in a second. Um, I think it might just be like a chips and salsa kind of night because I, I don't feel like cooking at this point and we don't have anything that's like ready made until tomorrow because um, we we do our cooking on Tuesdays. Um, but I I kind of like the idea of just going out and getting something for through a drive-through or a stop-in. Um, if anybody has seen Wendy's has strawberry frosties now, not that it's the weather for it, like it's cold and damp, but I would totally eat a strawberry frosty for dinner. It's all- yeah, it is the weather for it because <laughs> it's Halloween and that's when you get your free frosty coupons trick-or-treating. Yes, you're right. It's frosty season. <laughs> well, everyone go get their strawberry frosty from Wendy's and I think I think I have an idea for dinner now. <laughs> that's really good. That. Frosties and fries. I don't know, Brianna. I think it's right there. And then put on the Phillies. Frosties, fries, and Phillies. Say that 10 times. Sounds good. All right. Any other updates we want to share, guys, about anything, everything? No, we're doing service knitting for Roots Knitting Academy. Um, So there's some details that we sent out a few weeks ago on that, if you want to take a look there. Oh, and I'll whisper something. Do you guys want to know a secret? I don't even know if I've told Brianna yet. We're starting a gift kit of the week at Roots, and the first one starts tomorrow. Ooh. which is Tuesday, which means that you should have received an email from me by now, if it's Tuesday and you're listening to this about our first kit and I'll whisper what the kit is. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. So it's the sock head cowl. So if you know the sock head hat, it's a sock weight hat that is so great. And they did a cowl pattern that is amazing. So we're using Allegria in the kit and those will be available starting tomorrow at midnight. They're available for exactly one week while supplies last and then they come off. So it's a limited time type of thing. And it comes with the yarn and a um, little card to go get the pattern from Ravelry. Awesome. Nice. Nice. I can't wait to see those. Either warm and light and love that yarn. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the olive green is great. I can't wait to wake up tomorrow morning and get my email. Yeah, (laughs) me either. I can't wait to get my email too. And I wrote it. So (laughs) as we have my niece who is now in her forties, but when she was little and she was probably like five, she made a comment to her mother one morning when I guess she was getting up for kindergarten or something. And she told her mom that she slept too fast. So I want to sleep fast tonight. So I can get my email in the morning. Speaking of, I love it. I love it. Fast, but sleep good. Yeah. Eight hours. Eight <laughs> hours of fast sleep. All right. And then just real fast, we'll, we'll let everybody know we're going to pause for two weeks yes. because we've got a holiday and another holiday. We'll just call me now. <laughs> so we're going to pause for two weeks. We will be back though on October 24th. And I'm going to tell you, 
the topic is to be announced. I don't have one yet, but I'm sure that in two weeks we'll have a topic. So I love All right. Sounds good. Um, well, if you would like to be a guest on our show, we are always looking for guests to be on future podcasts. So maybe on the 24th, we may have one of our knitting friends joining us, but we promise there's no work involved in being a guest. You just show up, hang out with us, have a good time. You can even drink your favorite adult beverage if you like. Sometimes I do. Um, but to do that, just make sure that you email um, either Kathy or Roots and I will put the emails in the show notes. But um, if you like our show, make sure you tell a friend about it um, so they can listen in as well. So hopefully you finished your drink or that walk by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.